if you come to me as an author or as a ministry leader, missionary, and you want to know how to get in front of more people, I'm going to tell you to get on a podcast as a guest. Welcome to the Life and Mission Podcast. I'm Kay Helm, and today we're going to talk about being a guest on podcasts. Eric Nevins was recently a guest on this podcast, and he is the founder of the Christian Podcasters Association. So if you want to go back and listen to that episode, it's the one right before this one. He he explains a lot of the why you want to be on a podcast and what's happening in podcasting and different ways we can think about podcasting. But I want to talk to you today about being a great podcast guest, how you can do it, just some things that I want to take the mystery out of it, okay? Podcast guesting can be a great tool in building your network and getting the word out about your message, about your ministry, about your new book, all these different things that, that you need to get out into the world. And you have people that are just waiting to hear your message, but how do you reach them? Well, podcasts are great for this. There are over 2 million podcasts and over 60% of all U.S. consumers listen to podcasts. They're listening in their homes. They're listening in their cars while they're out taking a walk or exercising, walking the dog, right? Podcasts are everywhere. And we kind of have a joke about, oh, everybody has a podcast now. Well, not quite. Um, actually, podcasting is this world that is in the, in the phase that it's in right now. It's, it's really the, the place to be, right? This is where you can reach a highly focused, loyal audience. And if you are a good match for this podcast, then um, you're, you're reaching the people that want to hear from you, that are waiting to hear from you. And so that's great for your book. It's, it's great for your ministry. It's, it's great for, for your message. And it can help you connect with the people who want to be connected with you. And it's just uh, great all around for the, the host and everybody involved. So why are podcasts good? Here's a few reasons, okay? I just said one. Podcasts tend to have a loyal following. Number two, as a guest, you borrow the host's credibility with their audience. Now, think about this when you're contacting people and applying to be on their show. Is it a good fit? Are, are you going to be a good fit for them to share with your audience? Have you shown them that you are going to serve their audience well? Because there, um, you know, I, I called Eric, uh, Eric Nevins when he was on the podcast. I, I kept calling him the pastor of the Christian Podcasters Association. Well, you can think about the podcast host as kind of the, the pastor, the shepherd of their listeners. They have to take care of those people. They have to serve them and they have to also protect them. And so they are going to vet you. Are, are you the right guest for my audience? What do you have? For my audience, how will you serve my audience? And so we come with a heart to serve, not just I'm trying to get on 50 podcasts so I can sell my whatever, so I can get people to follow me. Um, you know, yeah, you're trying to do those things, but it's, but your first purpose is to serve this audience. As a guest, you are borrowing that host's credibility 
with the audience. You get to use their platform that they've worked very hard to, to build up and you get to guest on that. You get to have your voice heard from their platform. And that is, it's a privilege and you want to make sure that that's a good uh, match. Also, being on a podcast can help you with your existing audience or other audiences because it builds your reputation as an authority. So as you are seen in more places, you can say uh, as seen on or as heard on. And um, it's it's a boost to, oh, well, if, if, if they were a guest on that podcast, then they must know something about that topic, right? You're also getting content that you can share that you didn't have to produce. Okay, now you're going to go on and they're going to do the editing and they're going to do the post-production on that. And you get to say, hey, I got to be a guest on this great podcast. Give it a listen. And all you have to do is share it around. That's a great gift. That's a wonderful thing that being on a podcast can give you. And and, um, most podcasts are evergreen, so they stick around. And so you can share that just when it first comes out. But Maybe the topic comes back around in your own calendar and, and you want to talk about it again. Hey, I did a podcast on that, uh, on that topic on this show. I, I was a guest. So and so had me, had me on. And that's what we talked about. Share it again. I mean, these things are good for, uh, check the links and make sure they still work, but, um, the podcasts stick around for a long time. And, and I've gotten, I've been contacted by people who, listened to a podcast the the first year that I had a podcast. It was a completely different show back then, but people still respond to it. And I think that's a wonderful. So how uh, do you, I'm not going to get into how do you get on podcasts. That's a whole thing in its own, (laughs) in its own self. Right. But just to, to summarize when you're trying to get on a podcast as a guest, a lot of them will have an application online and you fill it out. You, you do what you give them what they ask for. You do what they say to do. You make sure you're a good fit first. So before you contact people, you should listen to at least two episodes, two or three episodes and understand what that show is about, who their audience is and understand how can you serve them. And you want to know that up front and be able to express that. And um, they're going to be looking for things like who follows you, you know, what good is it going to do for them to have you on? What What's in it for them? Yes, that's going to be a question you're going to need to be able to answer. So just understand that that's how this works. And and there will be uh, people that give you opportunity and people that say, well, you need to wait a while or there are going to be the ones that where it's just not a good match or maybe not good timing. And, and uh, maybe you want to talk about uh, your your uh, project that's happening in three weeks, but they have a six month lead time before they uh, actually process those those interviews. Well, then then it's not going to work out because of the timing. So just know that all of those things are in play, and I don't say that to discourage you. I just say that so you know that you just understand this is how this works. But the sooner you start working on it, the sooner you can kind of get in the queue, so to speak. You want to be a good guest. So let's look at how you can do that.
Okay, the first thing, obviously, is to be prepared. So that means listening to past episodes, looking at, you know, what's the audience for this podcast? Uh, Who are they? Get to know them so you can serve them. Find out ahead of time if you're planning on it. So you do this a lot of times just by listening. Are there questions that the hosts ask every guest? So like on uh, How I Built This with Guy Raz, he always asks these business owners, all right, your success, was it was it more um, luck, do you think, or was it hard work? Every guest is going to get asked that. So if you know there's a question like that, make sure that you have your answer <laughs> and you're able to answer that question. Practice what you're going to talk about. I love when a guest has stories. So when they can launch into a story and they say, well, I, I'll ask a question and they go, oh, let me, let me tell you about that. I was at such and such and then this happened and that happened and they tell this engaging story and I'm leaning in and I know my audience is leaning in and I love that. So if you go back and listen to some of these interviews that I've done on Life and Mission, You'll, you'll hear that in the people that I've had on as guests. You'll hear them as storytellers and, um, and it may, it's that lean in, pay attention to what makes you lean in and, and how can you share your message in a story that makes the, the audience lean in. So practice these stories and you may have different versions of it, right? You don't want to be too long. You don't want to just ramble on. And you want to pick up on cues that the host might give you to that you need to hurry up or they're, they're looking for their next question or something. So uh, don't go on side trails with your stories, but just answer the question concisely with a story and then be ready for the next question. So let's look at the tech. Okay. What do I need to do? And I think a lot of folks get tripped up on the tech part. Uh, podcasting isn't really complicated. It, it can be a little intimidated, intimidating if you're not into, if you th- say, Oh, I'm not a techie, but if you can do a zoom call, you can be a podcast guest. But, um, the things you need to really understand is that podcasters pay attention to microphones. So you don't want to use the just the microphone on your laptop or on your computer. Those are not the best microphones. They pick up every little noise. They especially when you thump on your desk. A lot of people you're gesturing with your hands, and I've I've heard people in interviews. You'll hear this thump, you know, or sometimes you get on a Zoom call and you see kind of bad Zoom behavior with people bumping into things or having really bad backgrounds or it's too dark because remember a lot of, a lot of these now are, are going to video. And so, um, always set up understanding that, that you may very well be on video. I had an interview with the head of a company one time as a, a corporate, uh, leader. And it wasn't a huge company. It was a, it was a kind of a lean startup. Things were happening and I've been really happy to see them succeed, but he showed up and, and my first question to him was, did you want to comb your hair? So, you know, 
show up ready to go and ready to be on camera. And um, back to that microphone, you can get a decent microphone for about a hundred dollars that'll plug right into your computer. Just look at what plugs your computer has, USB-C or USB, and that'll plug into your computer and use it. Learn how to use it. Practice, do a test Zoom call with a friend and practice muting yourself, uh, practice not making thumping noises or bumping the desk. Um, don't, um, don't have a bunch of papers and rattle these things, you know, make all these noises. Um, I was listening to a podcast, uh, last night, actually. And it was, um, now it was somebody teaching from the Bible and they were turning the pages on their, in their Bible. And you know, that, that really crinkly paper that Bibles have, and they were crinkling it really close to the microphone. And I was almost asleep and I hear this, it sounded like, what is that crawling around in my room? You know, I'm wide awake now. And so, um, you know, just those types of noises, be aware of them and don't make those. Uh, you might also use earphones or at least earbuds uh, to prevent echo on the recording. And uh, the other technology tip is to not be in like a, a crowded, noisy place or a echoey room, like with hard tile. And so if, if you have to be, um, some of the hotel rooms I've stayed in, um, tile floor, hard, walls with not a lot of things hanging, not a lot of cloth in the room except just the bed. So some I've been known to set up the pillows, like a pillow wall, make a pillow fort on the on the other side there where I'm speaking into the pillows so that my voice doesn't um you know, here's the mic and and the pillows behind that, so that they're that's absorbing the sound and we're not getting kind of a bounce sound, echoey type of effect. Um you might not hear it. But your host will hear it and their editor will hear it and it causes headaches for them. So anything you can do to not cause headaches for people. So not trying to overcomplicate it. You see how easy it is to overcome some of these things. So decent mic, uh, get in a quiet space, make sure there's some softness about the room and, uh, just be, be ready understand how to work your tech. So that's all part of the next point, which is to be professional. So again, be ready to be on camera, dress professionally. Don't have distracting backgrounds. Don't sit in front of a window where the window's sitting behind you and it's real bright and you're just a shadow. Don't do that. Um, if you if you can light yourself right to where the color of your face is the color it's supposed to be, that's that's really helpful too. So, and um, also this little thing here, your phone. Make sure you've got that turned off, uh, and that's not ringing during the program. Can't tell you how many times we've had to stop for things like that. So, uh, other things with being professional is just. You know them, be on time, be the expert that you are, pay attention to what you need to do, right? Follow the procedures that your host has given you. So a lot of times hosts will ask you for a headshot or a short bio, an intro that they can read. And if you get those to them, 
in the time frame that they ask, then um, it, it just makes life easier for them. And that's part of being a good guest. So just be authentic, be yourself, stay engaged with the conversation. Don't come in with a bunch of speaking points and try to rattle through them, right? You're not there with an agenda. You're there to serve. And, and with that in mind, when you're thinking about how can I serve this particular audience, then if you have a, a gift, an offer, a download or something, then make sure that you understand how to offer that. Ask for permission. Say, Hey, I have, I've created something special for your, for your audience. You, before you start recording, you can tell the host this. I have this special something for your audience. Can I mention it? And, um, it's not a sales pitch. It's just saying, Hey, I made this thing for you. I want to serve you. And if you found my, this interview helpful, then if you go over to and have the website there ready and, um, know where you want to send them and so you can go and here and make sure you are thanking the host and that when program comes out that you share it. So we go back to the sharing, which is going to help you as well as the host. And this is the thing about podcasting. Probably my favorite thing about podcasting is not so much the reach and the influence and the audience and all of that, but it's the community. This is uh, podcasters are uh, the ones I've met. They're all, it's a great bunch. And we're here to serve. People are very helpful. People are generally very uh, kind and eager to uh, help one another and to give a, give voice to people that have a, a good message to share and who are ready to serve. So if you're like that, then you're going to find programs that you can get on. Um, what kind of impact can this have on your ministry or on your book or Whatever it is you're, you're promoting in your message that if, if you've got a book launch, podcasts are the thing. That's the thing. You want to be booking those podcasts, you know, 50, 60, 70, 100. Get on lots of podcasts. There are podcasts that, you know, it's not so much about the topic of the book. It's about the book, the process, even the book. Go do it. Uh, the, find what's the angle. What's the connection? And. You just keep knocking those doors. Have a, have a, a sheet that tells about yourself. You can describe in one page, uh, what it is that you do, why you'd be a good fit and uh, who you are and a, a few sample questions or places they can find you online because they will look you up. They are going to look for your website. And at least I know I do. I'm going to look you up if you talk about, uh, to me about being a guest on this show. So and, and do they, do they accept us, right? So if it's a program where it's one person or a couple of co-hosts and they run the show and they don't typically have guests, then, you know, you might not want to bark up that tree. It, it'd be the wrong one because that's not what they do. So no, again, I say no, the, the host that you're pitching, but I think podcasts are one of the greatest ways to get your message out to the world. If that was a whole lot at once for you and you were doing something else and you want, I really wish I could have written that down. You can find the show notes at lifeandmission.com. And I have this podcast written up for you as a checklist. 
So enjoy it. Thank you for listening to the Life and Mission podcast. Now, go find your voice, tell your story, change the Hey, it's Kay here. There's one big truth about fundraising that people do not tell you when you start out. And that is, if you struggle to tell stories, you will struggle to raise funds. But what kinds of stories do you tell? How do you tell them? Where do you find them? How do you put them together? And how do you do all that while you're running your ministry, while you're doing all the work and all the things that you have to do? It does not have to be overwhelming. This is my good news. And also, I want you to hear this. Fundraising is not just about asking for money. Raising funds for your mission does not have to feel icky. Fundraising is really about relationships. It's about sharing stories with friends. And it's about being very clear about what it takes to accomplish great things together. I created the Mission Writers course to help you tell better stories, to know what stories to tell, when to tell them, how to tell them, where to find your stories. So go over to missionwriters.org. That's missionwriters, like you're writing. Missionwriters.org has all the details on the course and on the group coaching program. So you have two options. And if you love a missionary or a nonprofit leader who needs this course, gift certificates are available. So check it out at missionwriters.org and let's make 2024 your best year ever.